This is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparity between what's on social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And today we're talking about Nazis. Canada. Canada Nazis. Both Nazi, of those Nazis things in Canada? Holding hands, unfortunately. Or at mm. least giving a standing ovation. Yes. Which you may have heard of, you may not have. Either way, you're about to learn, hopefully, something, because... I learned very little. Social media oh. is very confused and also very outraged. Which yes. So should we should we provide a little bit more background on what we're talking about and who no. we're talking about? No. We Do you shouldn't. know who we're talking about? Yeah. Let me find his name. Do you know it's who the Yar- people are? Yaroslav Hunka. Never yes. heard of him. And then President Zelensky yes. from Ukraine, who I do know, obviously. And then Prime Minister Justin Trudeau uh-huh. was involved. And the Speaker of the House, I think it's Anton. Anthony, I think. I mean, Anthony? he might be. An- he might go by Anton. I don't know. Anthony's probably right. Rhoda is his last Rhoda, name. Yeah, R O T A. That's okay, right. Yeah. I saw videos of him. I saw videos so that's of who we're them. talking about. We're talking about all of them because they all did a not good thing. Couple of old dudes. Some and people two did worse things dudes. than others. That's true. And I do think we pro- ought to point that out. Mm. So w- tell me what you learned. Tell me what was the what, what's the problem? What's the perceived uh, scandal? Is it a scandal? And yeah. give us some details. Okay, so from what I could tell, from my little scroll through the woods, and the woods <laughs> were TikTok and Twitter and no Instagram, just those two. It's only really those two now, the two Ts. They seem to guide me through all the things. Oh, it's not even Twitter anymore. Uh, it's X. X, but I won't call it dun, that. Dun, dun. It'll take me a second. But from what I could find, there was, they Canada welcomed President Zelensky yes. of Ukraine to their House of Commons. And... The son of Yaroslav, is it Yaroslav? Yes. Yaroslav Hunka reached out to some sort of like, I don't know, whoever's in charge of the House of Commons, Speaker of the House's His office. email it's inbox like, yeah. or something, was like, can my, I think it's father, I think it was his son, grandson, somebody, yes. can my father attend this hearing? He fought for a Ukrainian um, the Ukrainian army during World War II. Yes. And of course, they're, they're welcoming the president of Ukraine. So he says yes. And then the Speaker of the House makes a little announcement in front of the whole house and is like, we have a hero amongst us. His He says in his apology, and it's pretty clear from his speech that his purpose was to say that there have been tensions between Russia and Ukraine for a really long time. And to highlight this man who was, I guess, brave enough to fight with the Ukrainian army. What he failed to overlook was that apparently Canada and Russia were allied in World War II, right? Is that true? That's what it said on Twitter. Canada and Russia were allied. It said on Twitter. Let me go, let me do a quick peruse into the nitty gritty of that because that's kind of a complicated... Or at least they were on the same side against Germany. And what we do know is that... I mean, yes, like they were... I don't know if they had an actual allied agreement, but technically they were both... Anti-Germany. Yeah. That's kind of what I meant. Um, but Ukraine was, I guess, pro-Germany. So he fought with the Nazi army. And that was something that was overlooked and then quickly fought back against by people saying, that was a Nazi soldier that you just um, applauded and gave a standing ovation to, which apparently is really rare. One thing about the standing ovation that's important to notice or note What's the word I'm looking for? Note. Note. <laughs> either, note. either one's fine. <laughs> it's important to note is that it was a like 
all both parties, a bipartisan standing ovation. Both parties agreed to stand up and clap for this Everybody guy. Everybody clapped. And it, really, it's not, in my opinion, the House's fault for not knowing. It really does fall on the Speaker of the House. But what happened was there was this apology that I watched because there was a TikTok of it. And he was, oh, I felt so sad for the Speaker of the House because he's this little old man. And he's just like, I'm really sorry. Yes. It was actually like made my stomach hurt a little bit. And then Justin Trudeau's apology was so lame because he literally just stood in front of the cameras and was like, this looks really bad for Parliament and really bad for Canada. Mm-hmm. And that was all he said. Yes. And I was like, what well, looks like you've taken zero response. Well, I guess it's not his fault. Again, I feel like it kind of, maybe I shouldn't say this, but it seems like a simple misunderstanding or an oversight yeah. that had serious consequences. But social media is really outraged, which makes me giggle because it's like these people have never made a mistake before. But they've mm-hmm. also never been in a position of power where that mistake could hurt a lot of people. So I understand the dichotomy there. Two outcomes of this that I found on Twitter were, one, they want to extradite him to Poland. Not the Speaker of the House. The, <laughs> the honored Nazi soldier. Which I don't know what extradite means, and I did not think it to look it up. It just means that... So when somebody is extradited to a country, it means that they committed some crime in some country and the country that they committed the crime in is going to essentially claim the right to that person to try them in their country. He's 98. I know. He like barely can stand and live and He couldn't even open his eyes when he was there. (laughs) Yes, that's true. And they're going to punish him? Yeah, I don't know what that's about. And it said that his like right, like her, his section of the, it's called like the SS something i don't know i didn't so the ss is like the german secret police oh they were bad dudes they did a lot of really terrible stuff he was a part of them kind of it that's there's some interesting interesting details that a lot of people are overlooking there Yeah. well they may not even be overlooked it's just too many details and when you're scrolling through social media the idea is gist gist get the gist big idea and so all these little ideas i'm like i don't remember what they said so and i didn't I don't know. I didn't think to look it up. Oh, and the other thing, I guess, is that the Speaker of the House resigned. Yes, he did. What? Isn't that sad? Wait, that's like, it was, okay, maybe I'm like being way too understanding, but I feel like it's an honest mistake, uh, and he said he was sorry. I don't really know that you're being too understanding. I, he said I'm he kind was of sorry. with you on this. It, it doesn't really, he made a mistake. As we'll see in a minute, there's some pretty obvious reasons for how the mistake was made. Like, it's pretty easily justifiable. Um, when you kind of look at things and mm-hmm. yeah, sure. It looks really bad. No one's sitting here going, yeah, we love the SS. Yes, you know, no, yes. no one, no one wants to do that. Um, but they turned an honest mistake into political leverage, like people yeah. that are opponents of, I feel like that's um, gotta be it. Trudeau and opponents of Zelensky and all the, you know, one thing I did see, I don't know, this TikTok had like maybe six likes on it, but it was just a picture and a black and white photo of people who looked like they were in some sort of battalion together. Hmm. And one arrow pointed to Yaroslav Hunka. Yeah. It just, well, I don't know who it was. It just had the arrow with it labeled. Yeah. And then another arrow pointed to Zelensky, the grandfather or the father maybe of the president of Ukraine. And then the comments are just talking about how Zelensky himself was a Nazi. And then someone's like, no, his mother is Jewish. And then the response was, only on that side. <laughs> so I like truly, 
Well, so Zelensky did actually lose some family members in the Holocaust. Okay, so um, why is the idea that he's a Nazi? I think that probably is just a social media Oh, that's so cringe. Conspiracy. I, I hate the social media stuff sometimes. But that's what I found. I'm sure there's other things I came across, but in terms of what sticks, they gave him a round of applause. He said, the Speaker of the House said he was sorry for honoring him, and then he resigned. And now this 98-year-old man might be being sent to Poland yeah. To be tried? He's going to die in like rest, half a minute. <laughs> you can rest assured that's probably not going to wind up happening. Oh, awesome. Okay. That makes me feel better. People are talking about it, but... Who's people? Me? Uh, so it's... uh, I forget what his... He's some government official. He doesn't have the power to actually like... He basically just said like, we should extradite him. He's a Polish government official. Oh. Um, but the actual... Like the people that handle this kind of stuff didn't actually... Yeah, it was the, it was the education minister... Yeah, which he doesn't have the authority to. I understand why he would that. want to speak out. Yeah, but he he doesn't have the power to do that. Okay, that's all I have. How did I do, Garrett? Um, poorly. Not too bad. Oh, I mean, not not. There's some important details about this guy and why this mix-up happened, and like, is it anybody's that's what fault? I'm for. Um, so near near as I can tell, it's a pretty sincere apology. Like, you know, this guy. Um, Rhoda didn't mean to honor a Nazi, right? Yes, he's, you can tell he's so earnest. Yeah, so here's kind of how how everything went down, and at least in my mind, probably how the confusion took place. Um, Sounds is that, good. Like you so- said, his son uh, presented him as this uh, guy that fought for Ukraine, and Rhoda said, "Yeah, come, you know, come be in in Parliament that day, so that we can honor you." Um, he didn't clear it with so typically when somebody gets honored in a situation like this it like goes through the whole office and they have to um be approved uh that allegedly didn't happen we, we there's no evidence that any of that really happened but he did say in his apology like this was entirely me yeah so the reason why at least on the surface it seems like that was okay is that this guy hunka is actually from the same district as rhoda so they they live in the same area of canada okay um and so theoretically, this his name is one that was probably known to Rhoda in some capacity, but he's 98 years old. Mm-hmm. It's not like people are going to be talking about kind of the nitty gritty of what he did back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he fought for Ukraine in the war. Those are things that are all true. It's also true that he fought for the first Ukrainian division, which seems like, okay, you know, that there's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, now, what a lot of people, especially Canadian Jewish organizations are pointing out is that the first Ukrainian division went by another name, um, and the other name is actually under the Nazi SS. Um, oh. Yeah. So technically, let, let me see if I can find the actual name. It was the, the 14th Waifen Division, um, which was a, a Nazi unit. Um, oh. But, you know, you're talking about a really big, a really big group of people, and I, I found this really interesting comment from a like an academic historian about talking about this particular unit um, when people were all up in arms about this. And he said that the unit that Hunka was a part of is a volunteer unit. Mm-hmm. So thousands of young Ukrainian men volunteered, um, and most of them, their goal in volunteering was independence for Ukraine. Okay, um, They weren't fighting for the Nazi cause Mm -hmm. per se. There were some members of this division that have been tried for war crimes. Oh, um, in the Nuremberg Tribune? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I saw that on that social media. Tri- too. Did you say Tribune? Tribune trial. Trial. Nor- Nuremberg trials. It's just that the Nuremberg trials is just when essentially after the war, uh, the entire world stood watch as all the Nazis that did lots of bad things were tried, and most tribunal of them. Tribunal is the word. I tribunal. Was okay, for. that works too. Tribune tribunal. doesn't really. <laughs> journalism minor. That's what I it'll do to never you. Never actually heard the word tribunal before, but there you I have go. heard of the Nuremberg trials. That's a tribunal is like. It's just like military judgment, you know, mm-hmm. like they're just going to scrutinize gonna your actions. So anyway, there are some people that are part of this, uh, this division that Hunka's was a part of a long time ago that were tried and found guilty of war crimes. Um, but when Hunka came to Canada, he would have been screened and pretty thoroughly examined to see if he had, he was guilty of any of this stuff. And he was mm-hmm. cleared at the time. Oh. Um, so is there pretty clear evidence that people in the division that he was in did persecute Polish and Jewish people? Yes. Is there any evidence against this particular guy? No. No. Um, But also, should he have been honored as a hero in the Canadian parliament without checking? Not looking good. No. No. He... It, it was, you know, it was a bad move on Rhoda's part, but also it seemed, it seems like it was a pretty honest mistake. Yeah. Right. For you, those of you who are just tuning in, um, hi, I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. We're the social mediators and we're talking about Canada accidentally honoring a Nazi in their house of commons. Yeah. Ugh. So Rhoda seems to have had no clue that this guy was in the SS. Yikes. Um, let me see. What, what kind of, what else are things that are important to say? He, he, he hasn't actually himself, Hunka hasn't actually come out and said anything about this. He's, he's 98. Yeah, he's 98 and it's, it, you know, he's not an important person. So it's not like he's easy to reach, <laughs> Jeez. you know, um, Fair enough. was, you know, you, there's a thousand people around Justin Trudeau every day that can say like, Hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. And he'll tell you, um, but is there, Justin Trudeau, Trudeau generally hated by uh, Canada. Is he hated by Canada? He is hated by a very large swath of Canada. Oh, nice. Uh, because he's very progressive. Okay. Um, and so that kind of brings okay. me to the next thing I wanted to talk about is why I think this is really really the reason this has blown up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that it gave a lot of political leverage to the conservative wing of the uh, of the Canadian government. So why? all of these people, all these conservative officials came out and just slammed Trudeau for this. They were like, your office should have cleared this. This is on you. You didn't check. Um, which is it's kind of a weird thing to say because it's not... It would have been Trudeau's fault if he had known about it mm-hmm. and hadn't checked right. who this guy was. But it doesn't – there's nothing to say that proves that he even knew that this guy was going to be honored. Well, the speaker said that he did it all yeah. on his own. Well, and, you know, it could just be – right, there, that's the whole thing about politicians, right, is you don't know if he's just saying that to get Trudeau out of hot water. But right. Historically, and the uh, this, the position of Speaker of the House in the Canadian Parliament is supposed to be a nonpartisan position. Now, as we know here in U.S. politics, how often are nonpartisan positions really nonpartisan? Like the Supreme right. Court is supposed to be nonpartisan. You know, <laughs> that doesn't really work out that way. Um, so who knows? I don't really know that much about Anthony Roto's politics or whether he would have tried to cover for Justin Trudeau if a mistake had been made on his part. Um, but by all appearances, this isn't really Trudeau's fault. And really what it is is just awkward for them and for, for him and for and for Zelensky, especially awkward for Zelensky because right, right preceding 
honoring Hunka, he was Zelensky had gotten up and given this like rousing speech to try to bolster support for the war in Ukraine. Oh, um, so I he see. gives this speech. Everybody's like all riled up and excited, like yeah. And then um, Zelensky sits down and rem- I might remind you that he has he's part Jewish and he's got family that. Uh, passed away in the Holocaust that were only killed in the Holocaust. Only on his mom's side. Yeah. Oh, you know. According to the comments of a... Which totally, you know, delegitimizes it, it right? It just had such weird vibes all over that video. Um, mm. So he sits down and then this Nazi or quasi-Nazi guy is honored, right? Right. Um, and now Russia, Vladimir Putin has actually used this as an excuse to... Um, to sort of point a finger at Ukraine and say that Ukraine is uh, a country that harbors like neo-Nazis to this day. Wait, and Putin that, said this in response to this conflict or in general? I, you know, I think that's a general comment. I, th- I think he he said that predating this, but now um, other Russian officials are sort of coming out and saying the same thing. Like, oh, see, look, you know, yeah. uh, Ukraine is uh, is producing not you know more nazis and now canada is a is a safe haven for people like Mm -hmm. this that was a that was another a big criticism that uh certain members of the conservative party and then uh, just people that are opponents of trudeau and Zelensky came out and said this is just proof that canada harbors nazis and Mm -hmm. it's a safe place for them which is sort of a ridiculous thing to say Mm -hmm. uh, because like we said Every person that came into Canada with this kind of record that served in the war from another country, from, say, Poland, Ukraine, Russia, you name it, um, they were they were background checked. They were people looked into their history, their past. And by some official standard, they passed and were led into the country. So I don't really know how much blame can really be placed. Yeah, on, uh, I know on that Canada for being Nazi, according to one tweet one tweet that I saw, so feel free to strike me down if this is not true, that they that the House of Commons tried to get his remarks taken out of the records of that meeting. I'm sure they did, yeah. But then someone said, you can't. That doesn't like, really you work. You can't delete it. Yeah, it you can't happened. really do that. Can't really try and forget what happened. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of fuzzy on that. Like, I don't feel like we should... If it's a record of what happened, you have to keep it as a record of what happened. But also... I don't necessarily think like you're saying it needs to be used as a leverage and like it was a it, it was a mistake and it's now being used as like yeah. some sort of deeper political um point to something else. Well, and the fact that Rhoda was willing to resign over this, I think right. is pretty telling, you know, that he I think in his mind he's probably looking at if I step away, this, you know, the people that are getting raked over the coals for this hopefully will be will be let off cuz people will see it as thoroughly my fault. And then I'm stepping away. I feel sad for him. It is kind of sad. Well, and also, you know, it's it's timely that we're doing the episode when we are because he resigned like a few hours ago. Yeah, literally. Uh-huh. I saw the tweet from like 15 minutes. It was like breaking news. It's also timely. And Canadian TV was upset about this because it, it was like when this happened, it was the eve of Yom Kippur, which yes. is a, a holy holiday. Um, and so they they were using that a lot. They were really up in arms about yeah, it being like the timing of this is ridiculous. It wasn't on purpose. Yeah. One thing I found and I'm, I'll make this my little chronically online segment before we do our little grading. This is what, when I looked up Canada, Nazi Trudeau, because oh, those are the three things I knew by the way, Sure. when I heard about this, it gave me a little infographic instead of access to and any videos. All of our listeners know we love those. I love infographics and it has a little dove being held by two hands. Oh, wonderful. With two hearts. And it says, 
Get the facts. We encourage you to verify the facts and trust credible sources when seeking information about the Holocaust and its legacy. And then I had to just Uh, take out the word Nazi and then they would let me look for it. Oh, interesting. Which I think is probably well-meaning on TikTok's part being like, hey, don't learn about the Holocaust from TikTok. Uh, (laughs) It's not like a super great place to learn about that. But at the same time, if I know social media scrollers, and I think I do, if you put something like that there that stops them from accessing the information, they're just going to stop looking for it and then they won't learn anything, period. So is it better for them to know zilch? Or is it better for them to know some that may be a little that bit false? That might be mostly false. <laughs> mostly isn't true. I and mean, this show doesn't point to a mostly false. That's true. I think it I think it points to a 70% true. I, like it'd be interesting 70. to average, actually. We should go back and and, yeah, right. and see what social media is. I'd rather die than do that work. Great is. Everybody else can do that for us. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, they get what we're finding on this show is that people are getting, like, I, people, which I guess I'm not average people, but like even just doing an earnest 15 minutes of scrolling and looking through what an there is out there, I figure out like some of it. I get a good amount of information. It's yeah. really helpful to be corrected in the areas that I am wrong or at least missing crucial elements. Yeah. But I kind of feel like it's strange to be like, nope, can't look that up. Can't look that up. It here. is a little weird. Can't get past it on here. You're not allowed. Not the platform. Mm. Like, cause who are you? I don't know. TikTok. Like, why? Why is the information out there on your platform if we're not supposed to look at it? Confusing. I also think it's confusing. Yes. Um, but are you ready to give social media a grade? I think so. How you're giving me a confused face? Well, I'm always confused when it comes to giving it a grade because no, you always go lower and I always go higher. No, I, I think it's the other way. I think I'm usually more generous. <laughs> no. Okay. Last week you gave it a D and I gave it an A. That's true. So. Maybe there's there's um, evidence that supports otherwise from past Perhaps. seasons, but this season statistical analysis on the social media is coming up next. Again, not what I'm interested in. If you want to do that, Garrett, that is you. Okay, you get to do. How fun would that be? Okay, are we ready? Yes. Wait, I don't know the grade. I want to get it. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Okay, me too. Three, two, one. C minus C plus. <laughs> Meet in the middle. There you go. I feel like I had some information. I'm glad that I figured it out. The person who told me about this got it from a TikTok video. So shout out Gavin Listro. He Thank told, you, Gavin. Dang it, I was supposed to shout him out in the beginning. Oh, well, we love him a lot. There's no way he's listening to this anyway. I hope he does. But if he does, Gavin Listro, major shout out to you for giving us the, the scoop here. He found out about it through a TikTok video, which is how I discover the source of all my outrage. Yeah. You too? As you should. You too? Uh, No. Do you not get outraged? Uh, no. Okay. Ever? Only when people confuse the Roman Empire and the Roman Republic. And that is so valid. Yes. All right. Do you have any final remarks for us, Garrett? None. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into The Social Mediators. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. Talk to you next week.